नमस्ते सच्चाकाल रेडियो जिंदगी 1170 सुन रहे हैं आप और मैं हूं आरजे स्वाति आपको रखूंगी कंपनी फॉर द नेक्स्ट वन आवर सात से साढ़े सात बजे तक आप मेरे साथ रहेंगे कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन विथ रेनू डिलन पर नाम सुन के पता चल गया होगा कि दैट बी ए गुड बी हैविंग मिस रेनू डिलन हियर इन द स्टूडियो एंड इफ यू न्यू टू बेर और न्यू टू आर शो दैन आई मस्ट टेल यू रेनू डिलन इज सी ओ एंड फाउंडर ऑफ जीनियस किड्स जी हाँ जीनियस किड्स इज दैट चाइल्ड केयर सेंटर दैट यू हैव ऑल हर्ड अबाउट दैट इज अ first name that comes up in people's mind on google searches anytime you have a child care need across bay area all you have to do is look for geniuskidsonline.com they've got 38 centers across bay area sacramento and tracy what about the show on this show we talk about things that matter ji haan dosto yahan par at the end of the show we leave you inspired we leave you entertained to aapko har tuesday 7 to 7:30 junda hai hamare sath hamare show par jiska naam hai candid conversations with renu dilan aaj bhi leke aayi hu आप सबके लिए एक बढ़िया सा हाफ एन आवर वी गुड बी टॉकिंग अबाउट समथिंग वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग बट बिफोर दैट लेट मी वेलकम रेनू टू दिस शो हेलो एंड वेलकम हैप्पी ट्यूसडे हैप्पी ट्यूसडे तो लेट्स टॉक अबाउट द टॉक ऑफ द टाउन लास्ट वीक व्हेन वी मेट तो यू वर freaking out about the power outage a uh, power outage yeah <laughs> and i told you it was just paranoia no but they had a power outage but Aapko i was okay. affected no, no. no i was fine but i was worried about the daycare can oh, you imagine oh that's true warming all those baby bottles without any electricity how do you do the school is supposed to be off right if the uh, what was your yeah but no we could not put all those parents and send their babies home so no we were lucky in freemont we were lucky but i, I think hayward and other areas got affected i see i still can't figure out why pg had to do this but that's another show in it <laughs> <laughs> If we can get some of those PG CEOs on our show I want to find out what were you doing at the winery 2 days before the yeah. outage having a party i know and all 13 of the harmony lot yeah. of them yeah, yeah, yeah. Them the full of execs yeah. were out yeah. all right so no such luxury luxury in a child care facility no. you have to be there at 7:45 yeah. in the we morning we were there and we took care of all the baal bachchas baal so, bachchas yeah. maybe the second talk of the town is did you feel it the earthquake <laughs> yes no No, I, I don't know. Yeah, no. You know, what's wrong? Pleasanton is uh, not dealing with power outages or earthquakes. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. But, but other people did. But everyone around me is like, "Did you feel it? Did you?" I'm like, "Feel what? Yeah. What are you talking about?" I know. I woke up and to read this, I was like, "Right." Uh, but I was busy watching Akshay Kumar on my. Oh, that laptop. explains it. Yeah. That so explains that was the earthquake <laughs> for me right there. <laughs> there was one at 12:45 today. Did you know that? Oh, there was. Yeah, and people around me felt it. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, I'm no. missing out all the action. But anyhow, back to the action on our show. Yeah. We here bring uh, you know different kinds of topics, different people. Today we have a female entrepreneur, and you have a name for it. That's called female entrepreneur. Female entrepreneur. Yes, yes yeah. female entrepreneur. You so, know, well, you do realize that in the word female. male if you look at she there's he if you look at female there's male right that's but we're right. always first right yeah <laughs> always <laughs> all right so aaj kaun hai hamare sath and what uh, what can we expect out of the show so someone very special okay. i go back with her many many years um, i think at least 25 26 years i'm sure she'll correct me but uh she took part in actually the pageants that i was producing many years ago called the uh, mr and miss san francisco india pageant she's a winner from the shows and i knew instantaneously when i when she participated in my show that this girl is going to create earthquakes wherever she goes <laughs> which is what she's done so we want to celebrate today um 
the femalepreneur Sarika Batra. Sarika is the showrunner of Meet the Drapers. Everybody knows that. Uh, a Silicon Valley VC pitch show with the famous Draper family. Prior to this, she produced her own TV show for eight years called Andaz, which aired in 150 countries on Sony. She's worked with several startups in Silicon Valley and helps them with content strategy and branding. She's been on the producing team for TED, TEDx San Francisco, Big Ideas for a Better India, and Novus at the United Nations. And the list goes on and on and on. Wow. I tell you. Not only is she uh, super smart, stunningly pretty, she has this smile that once you see that smile, you know it's Sarika. And on that note, I want to welcome Sarika. I wish you were in the studio, Sarika, because we <laughs> wanted to do live Facebook. But on that note, we'll still accept you on air. <laughs> Hi, Sarika. <laughs> Hi, Renu. Thank you. Actually, I was going to come in live, but I'm battling a flu, so you'll have to excuse my voice, my... I'm going to pretend like I'm not sick voice. <laughs> you sound lovely. Don't worry about you sound, it. You sound very husky and sexy. What can I tell you, Miss <laughs> But anyway, thank you for being on the show. So how many years do we go back? Is it 25? You, I, it's 1999. That's, was it oh, 99 or 98? 98. 98. 98. Okay, 98. Yeah. All right, yeah. And, uh, it's been a long time. It's been a long time, yeah. And I still, I still remember that dance you did at Miss San Francisco, India. What was your dance from one of the Bollywood movies? You were wearing white. The yeah, the Kehna Oh, yeah. wow. From the movie Bombay. Mm, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Sarika, yeah. so we want to celebrate your femalepreneurship and everything that you've done. And you, you know, you're one of these. The reason why I wanted you on my show is not only because I think you're amazing, but because you, you're pursuing Thanks. your dreams. Because even that time when I met you and you were this young lady, I'll never forget. Everybody else, you know, wanted to head out to be an engineer, doctor and all this other stuff. But you wanted to do television and media. You were talking about it then and you pursued it. And here you are. So tell us, um, yeah. was it difficult to do something different? I mean, you know, you know, I talked to a young lady a few weeks ago and she had the full support of her family when she decided going to acting and theater and TV. So what about you? Did you have the full support or did you need some convincing? No, you know, Renu, back then, there was no such thing as support from your family for careers like this. I think times probably have changed a little bit. But I absolutely didn't have support. In fact, it was always a, you know, this should be a hobby. This shouldn't be your main thing. You know, so I tried to do other things like work in marketing jobs and Silicon Valley, work for companies. But my heart always went right back into doing something in media. Like every time I would try something else, I would end up right back into doing something in media. And then that in itself, I mean, at the end of the day, if if you follow what you love to do, something will come out of it. It took time. It wasn't easy. But you have to just keep going. Keep going. Overcome those obstacles that come in your way. Don't listen to people telling you, why are you doing this? You'll never make money. It's never going to succeed because that's absolutely not true. If your heart is somewhere, you keep going. It will happen. But so, it wasn't easy. So what was it? So what did you do then when you're, uh, so what was your degree in when you went to college? What did you do? So at first I went undergrad marketing, and then I went to Northwestern and did a degree in media communications. And again, that was a second time around because my heart sat in media. Mm -hmm. So I decided I was going to pursue it. And even while I was in school, you know, the aunties in our community would say, what are you going to do with this degree? <laughs> hey, Why are you wasting I'm your time? I'm an auntie now. Yeah. 
aunties in our community. I now. Yeah. That's that. So why are you wasting? Yeah, why are you wasting your time? Are you, even men, I used to say, you're never going to make money in this profession. Why are you wasting your time? I mean, it wasn't even just aunties. It was like in Indian men that I would go on dates with. You know, there wasn't anybody that told me I wasn't wasting my time. I don't think there was anybody except for a few cool people. You know, that said, "Oh, awesome! You're going for your dreams." So what But was I it that kept you going? Yeah, what was it? You know, I, it, just doing it. I feel like you just have to do it. There was nothing else that was going to make me happy. I couldn't imagine living a life working in a profession that I didn't love. So what was and the so first thing you did to get into media? Like, you know, you were doing these marketing jobs and but what was the first thing that was like your true breakthrough like, okay, this is it. I I yeah, I'm so, in it. So when I was in Chicago and I was at Northwestern, I did a lot of um, side projects. I worked for a couple of movies that were shot locally, and then I worked for a company called City Explorer TV. You know, when you go into hotel rooms and you see the um, and you see the little when you turn on the TV, you see what to do and where mm-hmm, to go in mm-hmm. the city you're in. So I dabbled in that a bit, but you know, more than that, I feel like I finally just picked up and put together a pilot and did my own show. I mean, before that, I did work it for a couple of newspapers, but when I put my show together, it wasn't an easy journey, you know, getting getting the right partners to work with. You know, you deal with all this headache. You learn about entrepreneurship. And then how are you going to get distribution? And I remember stalking the Sony executives for six months. I mean, back then I had zero contacts, no connections. And I used to call them and call them and call them. They would hang up on me like, who is this girl trying to send us her pilot episode of a show she created? And when I finally got in front of their face, it was actually a funny story. I'll tell it to you. My, one of my friends is, knew this man, Vijay Amitraj, who's a tennis player. Mm-hmm. And I had told him the Sony executive from London is going to be here. He's the decision maker and he's attending this gala. And I need to get into that gala. But it was sold out. So he called up the um his friend Vijay and said, "My friend Sarka has a Silicon Valley TV show and she wants to be on your red carpet." And I had no TV show at the time, but I went there with a camera and you know pretending. <laughs> and then um the Sony executive, I I emailed him and in the um heading I put, you know, "See you at the Vijay Amitraj Gala. I'll do your interview even though I had no show." And so he had no choice but to reply to me. And finally, when he met me, he said, are you my stalker? Because I literally stalked him for six months. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, then, and then after that, you know, then, you know, he heard the idea of the show, you know, the show for women. It was, you know, an, intended to inspire the next generation, talk to leaders. He liked the idea. So he said, fine, I'm going to give you a break and put it on our network. And I think after that, it's the little, after that happened, there was the little successes. I can't say it was easy. I had to deal with putting a team together, getting my own sponsors, organizing a business, figuring out how to reach high-profile guests. Yeah, this is an expensive business. You know, you know? this is a this is yeah. an expensive business because you're talking about expensive crew and you're talking about expensive exactly. equipment. It was very expensive raising your own money, meeting the standards of an international broadcast show, making the show popular. So I learned all of that. I mean, all those struggles along the way, but It was always the little successes I think that that keep you right when you're about to give up something will happen that works and then you just keep moving forward you know you just it, okay you need to just keep going keep going keep going and then it just builds and then one day you're not you're past your struggle period you just have to keep going 
that's the advice I have, you know. So now you're on this uh, big venture, Meet the Drapers, with the famous yeah. Draper family. So how did you land this one? You know, um, I had interviewed him a couple of times for, actually it's kind of another funny story. So I had <laughs> interviewed him. You stopped Draper, him too. <laughs> for, yeah, for, for those of you who don't know who he is, he's that one, probably one of the most famous DCs in Silicon Valley. He most sought after for sure. Legendary. His father um, invented venture capital. I mean, he's invested in everything from Skype to Hotmail and Tesla, you name it. Mm -hmm. And I had interviewed him a couple of times on my on my show, and thus, and um, I met him at a party um, from this other guest I had on our show, Vivek Ranadipe, and I reminded him that I interviewed him, and he said, you know, I've been thinking about making a TV show. And I said, I'll make it for you, but you have to remember who I am because these guys get so many emails. I said, so I'm going to put in the heading, I've interviewed you two times. Now, in those days, I had started up a little side business, which was my e-commerce platform mm -hmm. for um, beauty products. So I actually didn't want to make Tim's TV show. I wanted him to invest in my my, my <laughs> e-commerce company. So, But I knew I could get the meeting with the TV show because... He was so interested in having a TV show. So I put together a whole plan, what every episode was going to look like, with the budget, with what the distribution was going to look like, how much it was going to cost. And I went to him, and he looked at the plan, and I said, but actually, I want you to look at my company. And I said <laughs> to my company, and he said, you have to forget your company, throw it in the garbage, you're going to do this show with me. And I said, no, I really want, he said, so you pretended like you were going to do a show for me, you really want me to invest in your company? And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are, right? So he won. You can't turn down doing a show for Tim Draper. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. So, and, and, and talk to us about the concept because it's very unusual. I watch it all the time. And uh, yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about that show. Yeah, so it's a VC pitch show. It's it's a it's a real it's different from Shark Tank because you're actually looking into. People always say, "Why is it like Shark Tank?" So I thought I'd answer that right off the bat. You're peering into a real VC pitch meeting. So um, entrepreneurs come. They pitch Tim Draper, his father, and either his sister or one of his kids, and a guest judge. And um, the viewers, the twist in our show is the viewers watching can actually fund these entrepreneurs. So the Drapers will ask them questions, just like a real meeting happens in Silicon Valley. The entrepreneurs reply back, but then the viewers at home can decide if they want to invest in these companies. So they could put in like 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever they feel like putting in into a crowdfund, and they'll own a piece of equity in that idea. So it's, it's it, I mean, it's like imagine if you put in 100 bucks into Uber way back in the day. I mean, you never know when your $100 is going to turn into a few million if you right. invest in the right idea. So it's, it, it gets viewer engagement. This season we're doing something um, a little different where Tim picks a winner every week, and they go into this playoff, and they go into the final round. But the viewers also get to choose their favorite. So the three top most that the viewers picked also go into a final round. So the viewers' picks battle off with Tim's picks for the big prize money. So, so now, in, in your episodes, does yeah. Tim ever fund any of these uh, the he new does. people? He does? He does. 
Yep. Okay. Um, at the, in the final episode, he funds them. And it depends on the entrepreneur. I mean, we've had entrepreneurs get anywhere from 100K from Tim to 2 million. You know, so it depends on, it's just like a real VC meeting. Hey, if he really likes your company, he'll give you that million dollars, you know. Or he'll give you a couple hundred thousand and say, you know, get moving, um, move a little further and come back to me for a larger round, you know. Wow. wow, sounds really, really yeah. exciting. Do you want to tell our listeners about the season three that's coming, what to expect? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we just shot season three. Okay. So, I know, I've been um, following you on Facebook <laughs> with all your pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just shot season three. Um, it's launching um, in January because now it's going through its entire edit process soon. Um, by January 1st, you'll see the entrepreneur campaigns come up, so you'll know who the um, contestants are. And by January 15th, you'll be able to watch it on multiple platforms. One is Sony. The second is the Economic Times and the Times Group all over India on TV, which we're really excited about because that's the first time we're going to be on TV in India. It was on digital before. And as well as Tim's putting it up on his new channel called Draper TV, which goes to his personal network of VCs and entrepreneurs and CEOs. So... Um, there's lots of ways to watch the show this season. And so stay tuned on our, you can go to our Facebook page and um, just wait for us to make the official announcement. Follow us on Facebook and we'll be making announcements soon. And what day does it normally come on Sony, if you can let everyone know? Yeah, it comes on Sony on Saturdays, but then it, they repeat it a few times in the yeah. week also. But Saturdays is the first sharing. All right, very fun. So now we've talked about all your work-related stuff, right? And I mean, it's, and look at you—you're living your dream. And do you do you have any regrets on this journey? Oh, really? That's like saying who I no regrets, but in hindsight, would I do some things differently? Probably. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know, but at at, at the same time, you don't. Um, at the time, you think you're making the best decision. I mean, but. Would I have, okay, for example, would I have wasted, I wasted my 20s not following my dream, listening to everyone else. I didn't start until I was in my early 30s really pursuing what I loved. I dabbled in it in it when my 20s, but didn't go full-blown. I would have n- never listened to anyone and just followed what I truly, I mean, Raynu, you met me when I was 17, and I said I wanted to do this, right, you know? Right. So why did I wait? Why did I wait you know, 12, 13 years? Well, you know, start. there's always a time and a place. I always have an answer for that because yeah. I always I started doing what I wanted to when I was 40. So, you know, there's yeah. a time and a place for everything. So I think it's just sometimes just being at the right time at the right place and, and just being able to. And you learn from experiences, right? Because all these aunties do stop you. So many aunties <laughs> try to stop me. You know, and forget aunties. aunties so many friends. Men, tried, yeah, boyfriends, men, yeah, women, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them. Let's yeah. not just. Yeah, even it, your personal <laughs> friends will tell you, oh, what a crappy idea. And the next thing you know, they're thinking about the same thing. I know one thing, yeah. I won't say it uh, with names, but I know one thing you and I have in common is we'll never do partnerships. <laughs> I know. It's that was the first mistake, right? <laughs> we all know about that yeah. one. Partnership. Yep. Yeah, yeah, partnership is yep. one, yeah. But um, what are your future plans? Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Yeah, so my future plan, well, 10 years from now, hopefully I am... Um, Huh? Hmm. What am I doing differently? <laughs> Renu, what kind of trick question is this? <laughs> that just tells okay. me clearly there's no script. That this just, is, in other words, you're just exactly. going with there's the flow. No, there's, yeah. there's no script. I mean, I'm growing my media company. We just formed something called the Founders Media Group, where mm-hmm. we're helping entrepreneurs that want to, um, that usually are most, uh, mostly coming from India to Silicon Valley, 
that need to break into the valley, you know, get into tech here, helping them with their branding, their content strategy, their media. I have another TV show up my sleeve. You guys will be hearing about it real soon. So it's also in tech media. It's another big one with some another big celebrity, but in the valley, and I'll be talking about that soon. Wonderful. So I just can't announce it quite yet. You know? So what's your advice so, to all the listeners out there who've not pursued their dreams or young people like yourself when, like, when you were 17 who were, who were thinking, how do I go back and go and tell mom and dad I need to do what I want to do? I don't want to be what they want me to be. What's your advice to them? Well, one is for the people that are older that haven't pursued it, I don't think you're ever too old. I There are certain things that I didn't do when I was 30 thinking I'm too old. And now I look back and I was like, I was a child. So you will feel that same way in 10 years from now. So just do it. It doesn't matter how old you are. I mean, there's people, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken, I think the founder of it started that chain in, their, in his 50s, you know, or something like that. There's stories like that. So it's never, ever, ever too late. Don't think, like, oh, I wish I would have. I wish I would have. And for the younger ones, have the confidence to just do what you're going to do. And if, if you have naysayers around you, don't listen to them. If people listened to naysayers, there would be nothing in this world. All innovation, all entrepreneurship, whether it was Apple, whether it was um, some of these great companies that came about, their initial stories in the beginning were a bunch of people telling them that they shouldn't do it, couldn't do it. And they just kept going. You can't listen to that noise. You have to make your own decision. Wonderfully said, Sarita. Really well said. I mean, I don't even know what else I could say after that. Really well said. Well, we want to wish you the very best. Um, And on the personal front, before we wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, personal friend. Like, wait, 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 what part of my personal life are you asking about? Whatever is radio appropriate. Uh. Let me just stop you both. Yeah. <laughs> radio appropriate. Oh, yeah, well. Yes. Yeah, so. No, I mean, uh, are okay? you, are you... I may have a surprise for you soon, Miss Rainey. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted to hear. That is why this show has yeah. to be, you know, we should all be live. This, this yeah. phone thing sounds yeah. working. So but we'll, we'll, we'll save it as a surprise. So how can people reach out and find you, Sarik, if you can give them your, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, or whatever else yep. it is to find you. Yeah, you can find me. I'm, you know what? Even email me, Sarika, at meetthedrapers.com. You can find me on um, Facebook, Sarika Batra Izui, and um, Meet the Drapers is all over the place. But just email me, S-A-R-I-K-A at meetthedrapers.com. And I'm happy to mentor anybody looking to follow their dreams, any young women out there that just need that extra push, or people looking to break into media, please feel free to reach out. Perfect. All right. Thank, well, thank you. you so much. Congratulations sure. again. For me, I'm thrilled to know that uh, <laughs> this young lady at the age of 17 is where she wants to be and will continue to be on that journey. And I hope I'm all, you know, still there watching you as you produce all these amazing shows. And hopefully one day, you know, when I retire, you can do a show for me. No, we will. We need to do your your show for your genius kids. Yeah, of do course. It. Yeah, well, genius kids <laughs> has already been on Andaz and a couple of times. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, and you also, I'll never forget uh, that commercial yeah. you put me in. I'm famous for that. <laughs> that mother-in-law role where I beat somebody up with a broom. That was the best. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the one we have to play during Halloween. But thank you so much, Sarika, and best of luck. Sure. Thank you, Sarika. No, thanks, and best of luck to both of you for this amazing show and everything you're doing. Oh, thank, thank you so, so thank much. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. That was Sarika Batra, who uh, is breaking into media or uh, bra- already broken, broken all records. And then season three of Meet the Drapers is going to be out uh, it's soon. It's a great it's show. Actually, it's very interesting. You see all these people come in. I, I really enjoy watching it. So it's really good. Yeah. I know. It was great to have her. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to definitely dig up some pictures of her today from the pageant and put them out on Facebook. On Facebook. <laughs> and she's going to love you for that. She is because she was gorgeous then even and she's gorgeous now. So, no, she's going to love it. Absolutely. You only don't want me to put your pictures when you don't look anything like you did when you were 17. <laughs> I think we all feel that we look better now than yeah. we did. We I just dug up pictures of Sunny Moza too. and I, But I was nice enough. I didn't put... I mean, he Oh, you left in an envelope. Yeah, yeah, I did. I left them in an envelope. But uh, so I he did. knows... Uh, I mean, I've known him from those days when they took. He also took part in my show. Sunny, is that all? He's been around for that long. Yeah, he's Sunny's gonna hate around. me. <laughs> and I yeah. said that on purpose. Basically, yeah. Bataki, you think you look better now, or you look better before? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I think women uh, age like wine. I, I think, think we, so yeah, too. I, I think, think we look better now. Yeah, the yeah. sense of style and everything yeah. comes in and much later. And I think later. one of the the strange thing is I was I wanted to go grey a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, and my kids kept saying, no, mom, not yet, not yet, not yet. So this year I decided, no, I'm just going to do it. And, you know, actually I've got more compliments about my gray hair than when I wasn't gray. So... It's for it ladies out there, go grey. It huh? suits you. I mean, I've only seen you with grey hair. I don't know what you look like, Pele. Right? Yeah, I this just year. started. Yeah, I just started going grey. Yeah, I, 2019 when he started. Yeah, and it looks really, really good. It's but you know, a lot elegant. of people are hesitant, right? I mean, my dad, God bless him, he's 93 years old and he still wants to dye his hair. <laughs> so he calls me up and says, what have you done? Dye your hair, you know, you don't have time. And I'm like, no, this is the look I want to have. Just age gracefully. No, but this is in, right? Ajkal, everyone just makes their hair like actual grey colour. No, the, mine is real. This <laughs> is the real stuff. This is the it real looks stuff. really nice on you. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so thoda now, we have a little bit of time left. How does, uh, going back to our earthquake topic, because earthquake is a topic of the town, uh, Genius Kids, how do you prepare the kids for oh, earthquake? We have earthquake drills, we have fire drills on a regular basis, m- at think. least once a month. And in actual fact, when this whole fire thing has happened, we've been uh, doing the fire drills very regularly, even learning how to evacuate babies, especially evacuation cribs. Wow. So, no, no, we want to definitely do it. And we, we, want, we want to make sure the kids are not scared. Sure. They should understand that this is a drill that they have to do whether it's at home or at school and they need to understand nothing to you know nothing to be scared about we want to make it fun for them but right. take it seriously as well right so no we've been doing our drills regularly so so yeah. my four-year-old woke up this morning and I said okay what do we do there was an earthquake la, la, la. so he tells me we wait till the fireman shows up and then we I'm like oh god that's a different drill <laughs> so no, but that's, these- that's good advice too that's, you know, know, wait for that. yeah. That's true. But yeah. you know, it's, I, I still figure out, they say, you know, go under a doorway, go yeah. under the table and stuff. But what if the building comes on and you're under the doorway? I remember it's not kuch extreme. Hota nahi hai. Just drop, cover and hold on. Right? Drop, cover and hold on. Hold on. All right. With that, yeah. let's wrap up the show. Thank you, Renu, for being oh, here. It's always been a pleasure. And I'm going to listen to mixtape now as Absolutely. I drive home in the horrendous traffic. And the sky is pink. <laughs> That's our song. To oh, the okay. Music. Okay. All right. Great. All right. You. You're listening to Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon with the love. Lovely Renu Dillon and Sarika Batra. We'll be back next week. Stay tuned to Radio Zindagi. Cheers, ciao.